use a little muscle to get what I need. I drink a fifth of Jack and scream out, Chase with me! All right, all right, all right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the aftermath of AEW Collision. Yes, folks, say it with me. After the collision, we sift through the wreckage. The wreckage, exactly. <laughs> There's a bit of wreckage to actually sift through, guys, in a way, so, even though it was a good show. It's a little bit to go through tonight. There's a little bit, yeah. I mean, this... This was a two-hour-long wrestling show. Uh, <laughs> this show, though, The Wreckage, is brought to you by ChannelAttitude.com. Please subscribe for $5 a month and the Hami Media Group. Remember, folks, you are listening to The Wreckage. I'm Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with Noel or bullshit first thing in the morning. Um, if you ever forget how to spell my name, don't worry. I'll just remind you. Um, joining me tonight is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the book of Philip Coast. He's a friend who's worthy, who's worth a carry, even if sometimes he does the Harry. Jimmy, Christos. You see? In other words, I said, good, Chris, yourself. But since we're in a Canada sort of mood still, since, uh, where do we come from, Chris? Regina? Oh, sorry, Regina. It's, Ron's it's is Regina. fine, right? It's the city Regina. that rhymes with fun. Yes. Hey, absolutely. Everybody so, loves you with China. <laughs> True. So, oh, Canada, we're still here. Chris, tell them why we're here. I mean, here we are. Here we are in Canada. <laughs> um, also joining us is the man of many faces, the lawyer and the gardener. We've named him the doctor. If you think you can skip our shows, he'll turn into a proctor. Jeff Glitman. Jeff, how the hell are you tonight? Feeling very proctorous. Good. Good. If you don't know what a proctor is, that's the person that tests who like makes sure you're not cheating. So Jeff's going to make sure that you're, oh, you're listening to everything. Oops. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Apparently, we know where we we know where where Jeff's head is at. Um, <laughs> up someone's ass. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh <laughs> right, shit! Solid. That's a good one. Good one. You know what? Bad, bad body over here approves. There we All go. Right. There we go. <laughs> Billy. Billy, thanks for your input. Don't worry about bad bunny. It's bad body. Absolutely. Yeah, he's, he's so mean. <laughs> he's very mean. <laughs> he's extremely mean. And he's so confident in, in, in his meanness. It's, it's odd. <laughs> Look at him. He's got his mouth open permanently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> We know what that means in all the Greek circles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're off to a flyer, boys. God damn it, pal. Absolutely fucking flying, just like <laughs> Brian and Superman. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, flying Brian reminds me of a collision. Or is it a wreckage? Right. Well, well the wreckage comes after the collision. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> All right, so news, guys. Do we have anything to really talk about in terms of the world of professional wrestling? I mean, I, well, is anything going on? Not that it matters to any of you guys or probably anyone in the chat, but Australia seems to be is going to get the PLE, apparently, according to reports, in February or March. So right before Mania. Now, it could be fucking... Um, it's not the Rumble, obviously, but it probably... Uh, What's what's it called? The chamber fucking pay per view? Roadblock, elimination chamber, elimination chamber, or maybe I heard Fastlane is also could be making a comeback. So could Smack be one of those. Smack attack in the outback. 
<laughs> smack attack in the outback has a good ring to it, actually. I know. <laughs> we should, should we should attack. totally you know what we should totally just buy tickets to Australia for one of our <laughs> smack attack episodes and we can just do it live from Jimmy's basement. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean I'm not exactly in the basement, but yeah, sure. Absolutely, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> we'll find a basement that we can record from, just so that we're saying we're coming to you live from Jimmy's basement. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, if the show's not in Melbourne and we went all the way to Australia just for it, and, we're, and then like it's in Sydney or Perth or something, and we're like a thousand well, miles away, it's in I'll Wagga say, Wagga. Oh, that's ridiculous, man! <laughs> I still can't wrap my head around. I know why the show happened because the New Japan's cancelled uh, booking that they had over there. But the fact, Wagga Wagga, man, seriously, really? I have a little Australian news. Um, apparently, Steve Macklin uh, was oh, yes, got injured in Australia on one right. of the impact shows, so he's going to be out for a while. I don't know what the injury is, but they are calling it either serious or severe, which you know, you don't use those words in wrestling unless you know right away something's bad. And despite all of the wrestling sites that I follow and all of the wrestling nerds that I follow and all of the, the wrestling fans who claim to love New Japan, not a single person was posting about it, but Tony Khan tweeted today, and it was confirmed on television, that Willow Nightingale lost her New Japan Strong Women's Championship to Julia and was injured in that match and was not able to compete in tonight's match. So her match against Britt Baker, no, I'm sorry, Athena, will be delayed until Rampage assuming she can be cleared again so i'm assuming it's something like a dislocated finger though i didn't see anything on her hands or maybe Aww. a mild concussion which poor little girl of there are no mild concussions. i just don't know what other kind of injury you get you know like yesterday and you already know that you can wrestle by friday she's well, on her period it, jeff she's on her oh period. it could be that actually it could be that oof imagine uh, no offense to anybody out there i, I have to but... believe that women have wrestled through that before Probably, more than likely, but imagine Willow on a friggin' rags. No, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. We're fucked. Seriously. Yeah. But anyway, if it's a pinky finger, harden the fuck up, Willow. Just saying. Come on, girl. That's right. I don't know what Just it is. Just Bret Hart your way through it and pop it back. <laughs> yeah. But luckily, exactly. they, they stroke they, and everything. They gave us a substitute awesome women's match instead, but I'm sure we'll get to oh, that in due time. Oh, my God. Second generation jobber, mind you, Jeff. Yeah. That, that, that was Piper Niven. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that anyway. Yeah. Was uh, that was Piper. That was Piper of the Pines. Mm -hmm. um, mm. Since she's from Canada. All right. CM Punk uh, enters to Elton John, which was a interesting choice. I liked it. It was kind of fun that we just cut right from the intro, right to CM Punk walking down. No music. And he's just slapping hands with people on the outside. He doesn't even bother getting in the ring to cut a promo. Wait, wait, wait. You guys had no... Wait, there was no music? In the I beginning of the show? No. Just the, the show. No. I don't know why. But for some reason, when he had when he done his promo, right? You, you're talking about at the very start. Yes, the beginning of the show. That's where we're starting. Oh, that's strange. Because for some reason, I could have sworn I heard music on my feed. But anyway, that's weird. There was music. What I'm saying is it but wasn't Elton John, called right. his personality yet. It was Saturday night. It's going to be all right to be gay. Jimmy, you're right? a DJ, I mean, so fine. you always hear music in your head. No shit. For some reason, it, I, I didn't even notice this song. All right. Anyway, he's hyping the two big matches for the night. Of course, him against Samoa Joe and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Ricky Starks. Uh, he references Owen, uh, who the night's about. He says tonight they're in Pat's country. 
That's the Regina Pats of the WHL or Western Hockey League for those of you uninitiated. He calls back to a very hockey superstition of not touching the Stanley Cup before you've won it and promises that tonight will be special. Um, this was a fine way to start the night. It definitely was a step down from the other uh, punk promos that we've heard so far, but uh, still pretty good. And as a Canadian who loves hockey, I appreciated basically all of the verbiage here. Is it just me? Because I'm Canadian. Uh, we'll start with you, Jeff. How'd you like this? Hmm. I'm of mixed mind. And I'm actually surprised that you're not of mixed mind because this seemed to be the happy punk that, that you didn't like. So like the cheerleader, the narrator sort of giving us the breakdown, the rundown of what's going to happen with the show. Now, I suspect they had to figure out what to do with time because there was a women's match that was probably slated for eight to ten minutes. Instead, they had one that went for three minutes. And so they had to kill time. And so they said to the star, go kill some time. So I don't think it was the worst thing. It just it just reminded me of when he was going on every show and just doing his happy, 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 sort of like doing what the street prophets used to do and giving us, the, I mean, like the Greek chorus in a, in a tragedy or comedy and, and telling us the rundown. I didn't mind what he said. I just... I just didn't really want this to be the opening of the show, especially listen, if he was in one of the arenas where there were 8,000 people or 12,000 or 15,000. But, you know, we know that as of this afternoon, they didn't even sell 2000 tickets. And it certainly didn't look like they had a whole lot of walk-ins. So yeah, it's great for those fans. That was a terrific ring of honor crowd, which got a mostly <laughs> ring of honor show. Awesome. Um, but I didn't old like school it. Ring I, of honor, Jeff, old it, school. It, I, th I think even I think even then Ring of Honor never really got you know two thousand people. But anyway, uh, and certainly not in Regina. Uh, but anyway, but hey, progress to Ring of Honor. Good for them. Um, Absolutely. I just think that they should have started with a match. I, I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I mean, I did not know who the Pats were. I I didn't. I thought maybe I didn't understand what he said, and maybe I forgot Stu Hart's name, or maybe that's Owen's mother's name. I I didn't know what it was. I know the hockey superstition, so. I did appreciate that. I mean, I think that that's enough in the pop culture that you don't need to be Canadian to know it. And and I think it was fine. Uh, you know, I think he did a pretty good job with 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 what was probably fairly last minute notice. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it. I think that this was a step down from the other two promos that we've heard from Punk, and I think for that very reason, Jeff, like it was, it, it was a bit of like. Happy to be here, everybody. I'm super happy. I'm so happy. I'm going to mention your local sports team. Hooray. It was like, okay, we're kind of slipping back into that now, are we? Um, hopefully not. Hopefully, uh, well, I mean, hey, after tonight, maybe he's got something to sink his teeth into after the finals. Uh, Jimmy, what did you think? I guess we had Pepsi Phil tonight, right? He, he wanted to be loved. He wanted to be cheered. And he was happy. What can I say? I mean, uh, but this confuses me. I mean, the week before we had a raucous crowd that booed him out of the building pretty much, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now in Regina, it seemed like everybody was into him, man. I didn't really hear any many calls of booze. Right, I'll handle this so one. I We know that, that CM stands for Chick Magnet. So, of course, Regina loved him. Oh, sorry, but but didn't you tell everybody that they have a Regina? Well, 
they i mean not everybody 51 percent of the population um but <laughs> exactly but anyway um no listen i said this last i said this last week when he was getting the booze I, like i said this on this show it's going to be different in western canada western canada is not the same true. place as southern ontario uh southern ontario quebec and the maritimes are sort of our um they're sort of our liberal center in this country. They're, they're where most of like the liberal policies begin and end. Uh, Western Canada is very much our, you know, Texarkana. Um, you know, it's, it's very much the conservative center uh, of, the, of the country. So I was pretty sure that CM Punk was going to get cheers in Western Canada uh, because the people here, you know, the people in Western Canada care more about, hey, are you a good wrestler? awesome and they care very much less about are you friends with the bucks and if you're not we can't like you <laughs> well it felt like a very uh i can i can say this politely sort of like a you know cowboy crowd chris in a way I mean, yeah it is <laughs> if you know what i mean well, it is yeah I mean... the, the rough riders are their cfl team it was their cfl team if it still exists Oh, it does in new yes, york it is still no they're still the riders um, <laughs> no, they're still <laughs> they are still the rough riders and they still consistently <laughs> lose to the blue bombers go bombers they um, don't have the, the actual rough riders logo do they what do you mean what's the actual rough the, the, riders the, logo? the rap group <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no nobody knows there's a rap group called the rough riders yes they are you kidding me Jeff? okay let me clarify they do. i don't know that there's an actual rap group called the rough riders really Please come on, man. They're pretty yes. mainstream. Let's be honest. Yes, the old, old Jewish man didn't know that there's a rap <laughs> group called Rough Riders. They can't possibly be something real. Uh, love you, Jeff. No, DMX was a part of the Rough Riders. So, yeah. Was, exactly. You know DMX. That's exactly go. well put, Todd. A butterfly cowboy crowd. Yeah. Spot well, on. Probably not a butterfly cowboy crowd. Probably a regular cowboy crowd. <laughs> oh, <It's>... no. <laughs> Retro. Which... No, <laughs> no, no. Oh boy, that's Canada space. I'm man. just, I, I'm He's totally in... just fucking. I'm totally just fucking with them anyway. I, I actually love the riders too. Like I'm just saying, go bombers because I'm from Winnipeg. But I lived in Saskatoon for a year, and I like the Rough Riders as well. Uh, go green. I like Rough Riders. Did they have two teams at one point called the Rough Riders in the same league? Did they? Oh, psh, I don't know. I don't but... know. But there was one team awesome. that, that, that repeated names in the CFL, and there's like only like ten teams. That sounds like a no very idea. CFL thing <laughs> to do. Um, all right. Anyway, up next here we get another version of the hype package that they've been playing on all of the other AEW shows leading up to tonight. Punk versus Joe. It's a good video, but I've seen it two other times. Um, I'd like to see. <laughs> Why, them do... Chris, they're, they're trying to explain something for once, though. We got to give them credit here, right? Listen, I will give them credit. This was consistent, and I like that they're being consistent <laughs> about at least one of their TV shows, so good for right. them. But I'd like to see them do video packages like this for other important matches. We could have skipped this either on Friday or on Wednesday or tonight, and we could have had a 30-second video package talking about you know, how important it is for the bullet club to win their match against ftr or how important it would be for ricky starks to make the finals of the owen hart tournament or you know we could have gotten any number of things that would have been i think you know better better use of time 
We did we did get uh, video promos from Ricky Starks and Team QT while they were still Team QT, and I don't know what that tap was. But where's Johnny uh, TV now? Suddenly, yeah, that that uh, that he wasn't there, and that's that's going to come up later because I sure was expecting it. Yes, Weird. yes, a couple of things we were expecting that we didn't get tonight. Um, all right, so well, coming up next, Powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks. The announcers talk up these guys' history. Um, and a part of me kind of wished that they had had Taz on this show, um, even just to come in for this match to kind of say, you know, Hey guys, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to stay for the whole night, but you know, uh, two of my, two of my boys that I helped bring into AEW, you know, these guys started with me and, uh, I just, I want to be here to, to, to see how this goes between the two of them. Um, anyway, that's a nit that I'm picking, but I'm going to pick it. Um, the story of this one, of course, is going to be Stark Speed against Hobbs's power, and uh, Marshall and the whole QTV crew are ringside. Um, I I love that. Um, I think it was Nigel said they love Ricky Starks here in Regina, which is interesting because Starks <laughs> yeah. loves Regina too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. Well, I need a clarification on that because I really wasn't sure. Yeah, I'm oh, no, still I not that sure. Too. I heard that. I'm very unsure about it. I wonder. I, I wonder just how close he is to Anthony Bowens. Um, they go back. They go over a bear hug spot, um, which is pretty old school. Um, you're not going to get away with that in a lot of places, but I think here in Regina, you know, um, it's close enough to Stu Hart territory that you can get away with a bit of a, a bear hug spot in the middle of the the ring there. Um, it was a reverse bear hug, so it was the Greek style, really. I mean, bear <laughs> hug is usually when you're squeezing the back. Not hey, squeeze, hey, hold not your horses. The, uh, front. Um, Maybe that, Starks that, like it, likes, likes yeah. being a taker. He might, but it, it was it was more like a uh, poorly executed Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> um, I, it's, Jeff. Uh, Ricky Starks fell down a couple times again this week. So last week, I'm he still did. not sure that wasn't a botch, but he, he sort of stumbled. And no, this was sloppy, but, Jeff. Yeah, this was... And week two with Hobbs's not just back knee, but all over acne being disgusting. <laughs> yep. Um, I didn't notice I, this time. <laughs> just quite. Is it just me? And listen, is it just me, guys? Or was there some kind of issue with these guys' chemistry? Like, you would expect mm. guys who had wrestled, like, as a tag team for a while and had clearly, like, been on the road together for a long time, you'd expect them to have better chemistry. And it just seemed like there were a number of times here where, like you said, Jeff, you're calling it out. I mean, Ricky Starks was clearly supposed to be on his feet and fell down a couple of times. And Powerhouse Hobbs clearly had to sort of stutter step and wait for Starks to get into position to where he was supposed to be so that they could run the next spot. I noticed this five or six times during this match, and I just thought, that's weird. Like, you'd think there would be better chemistry here. I, I think, I, well, I personally think they're frustrated, both of them. I mean, think about it. They're probably looking at each other again. We have to face each other. Why? Well, for, you know what I mean? Yeah, sure, there's the Owen Hart Cup at stake and whatnot. But how many times do these guys need to face each other? How many times do they need to start and and stop with these guys? And I'm talking about AEW doing this to them. How many times does uh, Hobbs have to turn and tease turning on QT Martial? I mean, at the end of the day, what's the end game for QT, or not QT, for Hobbs here? What, destroy the fucking QTV clan? 
I think you just stumbled deal. on what is the real question because is it what is the end game for Hobbs or is it uh-huh. what is just going to keep QT on TV just a little bit longer? Because it really feels like things are more about him than about Hobbs. Are they both frustrated? I, I mean, I, don't, I, I can't see why Starks is, is frustrated. And Hobbs, frankly, if he's frustrated, I, I get it. This is like yet another turn, another frustration, another gimmick change of sorts. Uh, without really changing his character, but it's week four on a new show. It's too early to be frustrated. I mean, he, oh, come on, he, he's been going on for longer than that, though. That's the problem. He could be here. Lance Archer, who hasn't been on TV in fifteen months. That's I mean, true. So, too. <laughs> I, there, there, there are worse. There are worse faces in life. He could. He could be Shanky. Fair point. I mean, <laughs> Shanky's collecting a check. Don't knock Shanky. <laughs> it, was, it was Lance, I think. Anyway. Um, John could find out, but yeah, the, this this match seemed off, and the end sequence. I mean, QT was being an idiot, and like you know, and and Hobbs being mad about it, and and the ref just sitting there, you know, yelling at him was also stupid. I'll run it. I'll run it down. So the so, yeah. and then you, and you can comment on it, Jeff. Sure. I'll go straight to you after I after I run it down here. So the finish comes. Marshall gets involved. Uh, uh, he grabs he grabs Hobbs's leg. Uh, it looks like he's trying to go for a distraction, but the referee clearly saw him, which is supposed to result in the referee saying, "You get the fuck out." But nope, that's not what happened. Instead, she stood there pointing at him and talking to him, um, which distracted the ref. While the ref was distracted, Hobbs lands his spine buster, goes for a pin, but the referee's too distracted by QT. QT, instead of stepping the fuck back and shutting the fuck up, continues to yell and point and do everything he can to distract the referee from the from the pin. Um, when he finally does step back down, after Hobbs tells him, get the fuck down now, Hobbs turns around, takes a spear, one, two, three. So... Yeah, Hobbs shoves Marshall after, gives Aaron Solo a spine buster. Harley Cameron is basically the only thing that saves QT Marshall. Um, and Hobbs just kind of buggers off. This whole end of this went on too long, but that's as much as I'm going to say about it. Jeff, tell the people what you thought about this. I agree with you. I think you did a great job of running it down, but it really went too long. And I think you have to see it to realize just how absurd both the ref and QT were acting in this context. Once it stopped, okay, well, it was regular. Who was wrestling. the ref? Who was the ref? Which Aubrey ref Edwards, was of, co- of yes. course. So, of I course, mean, it was a bunch of overacting. For sure, and for way too long. And Hobbs actually went to the ring, went to them, and told him, he said, get your ass down. He had to yell it twice. And, like, QT's then trying to explain himself to Hobbs on the apron while the ref is still arguing with him. And, like, it, it, I, it's just dumb. I mean, a ref should at least turn their head like once in a while. Um, and then, as you pointed out, he walked right into a spear, which, you know, by the way, the spine buster is a finisher now again, even last week when, when we we were taught not to believe it as a finisher. And, you know, Aaron Solo takes the spine buster, big deal. Um, and, you know, things are going to go after QT, fine, swell. And Harley Cameron actually, you know, volunteers herself as miss elizabeth which was actually pretty good i mean that, that like I'm, I'm starting to like like obviously she will do i like it yeah yeah she, there, there's something there like she she knows how to perform in professional wrestling and she looks of good the in- three of the three members of qtv that were out there tonight she's tops <laughs> yeah this is this is this is true and she had two outfits both were killer um but i really Jimmy, this Jimmy, can you just highlight todd brantley's uh comment his last one 
Okay. This is where I really expected Johnny TV, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, where I really expected Johnny TV to come in and attack Hobbs from behind. And then when he was walking up the ramp, I expected John Johnny TV to come out from the heel ramp or whatever and attack him, you know, deliver one of those kicks, you know, something. Because, I mean, if the feud is Hobbs versus QT Marshall, kill me now. If it's Hobbs versus Johnny TV, I think that's okay. Johnny TV's enhancement talent, but that could be a good enough feud for, you know, six weeks or whatever or two months. And then, you know, and, and do a regular feud to give Hobbs something to do that semi feels semi important. And then, you know, and then during TV, he does beat up Aaron Solo. He does beat up QTV. And Johnny TV is the, is the last boss for him to get to on a pay-per-view. Or, that's what it will be. Okay, 100%. And that's fine. That That's wrestling. That's fine. Everybody can't be in a title picture all the time. They've got to figure out what to do with him. But, uh, And that's what it may end up being. But it, I don't know. It was started awkwardly here. And this, this was not a great way. Like between the punk promo and then going into this, I'm just like, this feels a little bit like Dynamite just when punk was first here. Well, yeah. it's funny, actually, because... Off camera, or before we went live, me and Jeff were kind of talking about it. And I was saying to Jeff, as good as the show kind of was overall, right, really? Was there something off, though, Chris, to you? Because I felt like there was something missing, even though the show was actually pretty good. But something was just off about it. I can't exactly put my finger on it. I don't know if it was because they were in Regina or... I don't know. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with off. being in Regina. There's That's nothing wrong with you. being in Regina, definitely. But do you get where I'm coming from? I get, I get what you're, what you're saying. And I mean, a, a bunch of these matches, a bunch of these segments, I'm going to have things where we're talking about that and saying, I don't know. It's just there was just something that, like, I, the crowd seemed to be more into some of these matches than I was. And I mean, Me honestly, too, like, That's like, odd. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. But even the tag match, like, I know there are going to be people who are going to be like, man, that was a great tag match. Dude, it was I'm with fine. you. I'm with you 100%. Do you, do you think that they, were, they were sort of depressed that they were in a building that holds whatever? I don't know what it holds, but it holds at least three times what was in there. And it was, and that, you know, they've gotten used to like selling CM Punk like arenas. And now they're going here. And, and <laughs> well, in week three or four, it's, it's already. I'm glad you brought that up, actually, Jeff. Speaking of news that we didn't mention earlier, I did see just before we went live that they booked out uh, an arena in Kentucky. That holds 22,000. I don't know exactly which arena this is, but apparently it holds 22,000. So Probably they're attempting arena. this in Kentucky, though. I think yeah, it's, so it's got to be Louisville or, or University of Kentucky. Must be University. Arena. It's all red seats. That's all I can tell you. That's Louisville. Um, oh, this Kentucky is blue. Um, but anyway, uh, what, what I felt when I was watching this, and it, and it came out more during one of the latter matches, I actually felt like I was watching like NWA studio wrestling. I felt like this yeah, was yeah, like a studio wrestling show than a live arena show. And and that's not all a bad thing. I don't want people to think it was, but that's that's the feeling I got. I maybe that's just how my brain processed it because I did feel something was off. Everything's felt a little bit low energy, a little bit slow, right. and a little bit like practice reps. Can I give you can I give you a, a possible explanation as to why you felt that way, Jeff? And this is just something that I was thinking as I was watching the show was because the arena was so empty and clearly like they they didn't sell out half of this arena. Um, they had to keep the shot close to the ring. 
everything yeah, was yeah. tightened. It's it was true. it was filmed but, the same way that you film, you know, arena re- or th- that kind of wrestling, right? Studio wrestling, where everything is tight, mm-hmm. everything's very close to the ring because you can just show the first like three or four rows, and that's it, mm-hmm. right? It, you, when you watch when you watch studio wrestling, that's what they do too. It's shot that way. Um, that was something that definitely like struck my mind as I was watching this thinking, you know, there are no sweeping shots. There's no, you know, like um, the other night with SmackDown, right? Where Edge is like pointing out, yeah, I came down and that pans, aisle yeah. right over there right. and they pan out and they show the whole arena and everybody in that aisle is standing up, right? And he goes, and he goes, and right here used to be the entrance, you know, and he's like, he's pointing out and they're showing big shots of the crowd and it feels big, right? But tonight, everything was like right here, like right here on the ring, right? Right, right. It did feel like that because the camera angles were different compared to Dynamite, actually, yeah. this week. It's true. I think you're spot on, Chris. Like I said, I man, it was just something that was off. And, you know, you bring up a good point. It's probably that even. Yeah, right on. Well, anyway, uh, Miro with a backstage promo. Uh, he says that oh. many men have found themselves hurt after a showdown with the devil. But he is the only man to ever find himself hurt after a showdown with his god and i thought to myself you know israel literally means they who wrestle with god i i think like maybe you're not the only man to ever found yourself hurt after 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 disagreeing with your god maybe you should just read any holy book ever and you'll realize (laughs) that you're not the only person to ever struggle after having a disagreement with your god um anyway he says there's a showdown yeah, he says there's a showdown coming, and it's the one that people really want, or the one they've but been I waiting think, for. But I think what you guys wanted to really say is about his double-jointed wife. His double-jointed hot wife. Hot wife, exactly. Sorry. Hot wife. Well, he so says he randomly doesn't put in... anyone, but then he puts that in there like a... That was fucking funny to me, man. I'm like, you funny dude. Well, I mean, just, and he knows sells it too. Thing tonight, my thing, the ultimate Miro, because he's not there yet. But he's starting to get a little bit into the Ultimate Warrior territory, where it's just like, <laughs> yeah. But it's just like a rocket ship. Like, <laughs> feel the power of Miro, the power of the warrior. And <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, you know, power of Vugari. Listen, I, I get that not everyone can be on TV every week, and I and, and I will make that, that play nosedive Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> And, and, I'm okay ah, week, and, and I'm okay with them trying to figure out what the story is for someone. But these Miro <laughs> promos are advanced. Now, I would have rather they just like not men- not had him at all and just mentioned that next week he's you know he's going to be you know facing another member of of the the, the Trustbusters or whatever. But it's funny, that. guys, that we talk about him doing kind of a warrior promo. One thing that stood out for me though is it just me or has his English gotten worse? <laughs> no really that's a serious I, question I, I don't know man at one point i heard him say he was gonna come on jim Cornette, so i <laughs> i think his english might be improving <laughs> if, if you're fair Fuck. i'm you, telling you man he's english you going backwards. Time? the price is you're, you're gonna be i mean he's already a voyeuristic so why not be a, a transitional voyeur um I, I don't. I asked. He's been off my screens for so long. I don't remember <laughs> if his English was ever any better. So I did uh, not notice that. It doesn't mean you're wrong. I'm telling you guys, it's it, it sounded weird tonight. That's all I'm going to say. 
Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, um, speaking of sounding weird, Willow is backstage. Uh, she's injured and she looks real sad. But then Athena comes in and she thinks that Willow is faking it to get out of the match, even though the match isn't not happening. It's just happening next Friday. So mm. that's cool. the thing. Uh, are people ready to join me in saying Willow is a little bit fat? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> careful, careful. <laughs> I mean, no, but you know what? The, not the AW like effect, Seamus. Right. I'm she's, just, she's I'm, a chunky monkey, Jeff. I'm, I'm just saying, you be careful. I'm just, I'm just oh. saying, that, I'm just she's saying awesome. that she's got the same body like as, as Nyla Rose. <laughs> that's, that's all I'm saying. Todd, Todd, Jimmy said monkey. How <laughs> do you mean? Oh, you motherfuckers! Seriously, Todd's gonna say that. he's insulted, not as a black man. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Well, I'm insulted as a black man. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that though anyway fuck as an ally but uh, as an ally to black people <laughs> shut up Jeff also is everybody here ready to uh, ready to agree with me that WWE was right to release Athena yes uh, yeah, she's, she's... I've always been in the greens please here's the thing is She's so short. She really is short. <laughs> She's not, short. <laughs> like, if she was four inches taller, like, it would be okay. <laughs> I love you, Todd, man. Straight up. Todd, you obviously misspelled Jimmy. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, well, I understand. I forgive you. It's been a long night. Uh, yeah, continue. Uh, yeah. She's too short. I, she's too short for this. I'm the baddest badass there's that ever walked. It's just it. It's like she's not. She's not Crash Holly or who is it? Spike Dudley. She's not like. It's not like. It's, like, it's not like she's. It's not like the Butch character or the Thea Hale character. She she actually is like a legit and she wrestles like you know like Karrion Cross should wrestle when he can walk. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, actually though, I I, I didn't mind. Athena, the whole thing went a little bit longer. It, like, it just added to the awkward nature of this show through up up until and through this moment. These two women do nothing for me at all. I, I think, look, Willow's got a lot to sort of learn still, so we can give her time. But Athena, oh, she's so overrated, guys. I mean, honestly, she's 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 a heel, but she comes out like a butterfly. That I still don't understand that shit either. And she's, I mean, she's the, what is she, the forgotten goddess or the some kind of something goddess? I can goddess? see why she's a forgotten fucking goddess. Put it that way. What I mean, does that mean? What I have no idea. Talking about? Wait, wait one second. <laughs> I bulb oh, over my head. Who's okay. that? It's a light bulb over my head. I have an idea. Uh, are you the, jo the Jewish Jesus? Yes. Um, <laughs> Jesus was cute. Never mind. He Jeff, was exactly. <laughs> okay, Miro has been abandoned by his god. Athena oh. is the forgotten goddess. Maybe oh. those kids, you know, maybe maybe he can <laughs> put chocolate in her peanut butter, and she can put her oh. peanut butter in his chocolate, and two Ooh. great tastes taste great together in Regina. Mm, but, but, oh, actually, he's right. We're, we're right. ship. We're shipping characters in Regina. Um, Todd Brantley. <laughs> Todd Brantley's last comment. Highlight it, Timmy, please. Is it shut up, Jeff, again? No. 
These two women do nothing for me, not as a black man, but as a wrestling fan. <laughs> Thank you. Todd, we love you. <laughs> you took my line, but <laughs> not, not the black man part. But and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it up for you. Shut up, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, uh, jungle fever. Anyway, we're two weeks away from blood and guts at TD Garden. There's a hype package for the BCC and the Elite, mm. which reminds me that this is still going on. And, and apparently, yes. Alex Riley is on both teams. Oh no! Vacant is on no. both teams. Both teams has has vacant. Do you do you think that right now that Chris Jericho is acting like a heel and a face at the same time? He's like <laughs> Schrodinger's Jericho. That that both teams like he's good. Like a Chris Jericho, like face Chris Lionheart. Chris Jericho will be on the face team, and Painmaker <laughs> Chris Jericho will be on the on the on the heel team. That would be awesome, and just have him like have him like you know he 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 comes in as like the as like the one character, and then you see him like powder out, and then he just rolls under the ring, and then he comes back out as the different character and goes and fights the other team. Half his body, he does it halfway. So when he's this way, he's good, but when he turns like this, he's bad. Jesus, man. (laughs) Oh man, again we're getting blood and guts with these guys. Cool, whatever. But I guess Kote Bushi would be the one, the secret partner of these guys on the elite end. Will I'm he? Just gonna go with Carlito and I'm not Jimmy sure. Uh, <laughs> but who would be on the Blackpool side, though? I mean, if it's anything like last time they had surprise entrance, it'll surprise. be some fucking people from Japan whose names I've never <laughs> known. Dookie will be on one team. And, <laughs> no. Uh, no, please. Cooper Scooper will no, be on the no other. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, oh, fuck, please. <laughs> let that be that. That would be brilliant. I mean, shit. Fucking commander. <laughs> That's uh, a possibility. It's like definitely who, not Kingston. Who are badasses on the indies that aren't complete GCW marks? I mean, I, one could well, be Cardona, I suppose. He's still a GCW mark, though, really. Mm-hmm. Might not play the role of that, but he's always on their fucking shows. So. Like, like They'll have Tamatonga really on one side and Tangaloa oh. on the other. That, <laughs> yeah, they just why might. not? That's about yeah. But, but I mean, everyone's assuming it's going to be Kota Ibushi, and with good reason. Um, but it's got to be at this point. You, do you think so? I don't know. Uh, maybe they find maybe they find Pack and drag him out and say you can be oh, in the in the Blackpool Combat actually, Club. You're from England. That's close enough. That's who it will be for the Blackpool Combat Club. I think you hit the nail on the head, man. It'll be Pack. Pack will Hooray. be back. What for one week only though? One week only, and that's it. He'll be gone for another, for God knows how long. Yeah, I don't even know if he's part. Right, I don't even know if he's still part of the company. Honestly, no one Seriously. does. I'm not sure that's that what... Park is sure if he's part of the company. <laughs> I don't blame him. Has he's he even quite... been wrestling? He's quite anywhere? sure that he's a bastard, though. Well, clearly he's a bastard because no, I mean, no, he's... no, no, Jimmy, he's not a bastard. He's a bastard. Oh, no. Like be Chris Saban on one side and, oh. and Alex Shelley on the other. <laughs> Alex Shelley, come on now. Uh, I don't know, but if it's Effie, I'll be happy. Okay, all right. Well, of course, shout, it shout outs to Effie. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, right. So coming up next here, uh, Julia Hart takes on Bambi Hall. Uh, <sighs> First of all, I know Piper Niven when I see her. Second of all, <laughs> did, did, did we not see Julia Hart 
get destroyed by Anna J in, in that one month when she was not Anna J A S. Like, like wasn't she twisting her around the row, around the ring, almost broke her in half, and the match was was called because it was no holds barred, and Anna J won, and they're saying she's twenty three and zero because no Hart won that match. She won that match by losing so badly. No, she she went like she basically got her ass kicked for most of it, and then she she won with her finish. It, it was it was a lot like Jungle Boy versus Roosh a couple weeks ago. Ah, okay. Uh, well, I I thought the match was called because they would be, she was going to be broken in half. Okay, uh, never mind then. But I didn't know Julia Hart had twenty three matches total. But uh, anyway, uh, all right, go on with this match because th- th- this this was this was abysmal. This this was terrible. All right. Well, the best part of this match was actually. Uh... <laughs> the best part of this match was uh, was actually Nigel early on uh, as they start the match off saying, uh, Bambi clearly has the size edge in this one. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, quick squash match here. Really, Is really it really bad. that quick, though? No, I mean, it was a quick squash match that felt like it took oh. as long as the tag match oh did. Oh, my God. This I mean, seriously, good. that what was the first name? Oh, Bambi. Piper. Oh, Bambi. Piper. Okay, Bambi Hall, right? Her first name is Do, last name. Drop. Oh yes, and Drop. Well, Do Drop, whatever. The point is, she got way too much shit in, man. For something I that was meant got, to I showcase Julia Hart. Little shit. What? What? What the hell is <laughs> Julia Hart's song anyway? Is that the worst wrestling entrance song you've ever heard? Yeah. If it's just a song for the sake of a song, then yes. Like, if they were going to do something with it where, again, like, we talked about this during the entrance of the last time we saw her, right? Me and Jeff, actually, we both agreed on this. If they were going to do something with it where somehow, like, this siren song that she's singing as she enters the ring is some kind of power that helps the house of black or some (laughs) some such something, like, give us something, some reason why... Yeah, give, give give us some reason why this this tiny tiny woman walking slowly to the ring is supposed to be something to us. Um, but no, it's just an entrance that she likes to sing. It's not even her singing it; she just sings along like a mark. Yeah, exactly. And, and they're doing the two different eye color thing, which is I don't know. Very really, I it's mean, cute. the House of Black don't even need her, man. Straight up, like you said, Chris. Unless she's sort of cursing everybody, singing that shit, what's the point? Like, really, what's the point? I was cursing her while she was singing. Does that count? Right. (laughs) Well, maybe. But the point is, she didn't look good at the end of this match, in my opinion. Or the beginning. Or the middle. Yeah, or the beginning. Right. She sung her way to the ring like a Mark Tard. She walked out out of the ring like a Mark Tard. Seriously, I, I saw her getting beaten up. I, I bent over to my pad of paper to write, Julia wins New Japan Strong Women's Championship. I looked up, the match was over, and I'm just like, <laughs> do I want to see what happened? Like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, you're you're one of the lucky ones, Jeff, that you that you missed this. Um, basically, the only thing I can, I can come to any kind of conclusion for why this was here was that they really wanted to have somebody named Hart get a win in Regina. So... Good for them, I guess. That, that's about good as good for theory as there is. I mean, Kudos. I, I, I find it hard over to hall. Oh, there we go. Heart. Hey, there we go. A heart pinned a, a heart pinned a hall. That's what happened. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Scott. Pinned but uh, a hole. Yeah. But, but it would have made more sense if, if they just had what's her face uh, Athena 
do you know do a squash match against the other one, whatever her name was, Bambi Hall, just to be she was so mad and she takes it out on her and she just beats the crap out of this this woman. Uh, I mean she come out flying like a butterfly. I, I think that she dropped the wings, but I'm not sure. Did she? You sure? I think someone stole them and, and she couldn't <laughs> figure out to make make a new one. Really? Yeah, she's out of middle school sure, now I'm and pretty... that teacher's not there. I'm Maybe. I'm pretty sure that Adam Page traded her like a, a, a shot of whiskey for the oh, butterfly. I thought wings. so. I thought so. He was the one wearing the butterfly shit last. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, company and fucking butterflies. Yeah. Goddamn it! Can we can we <laughs> highlight Jerome Hall's comment here that uh, says that she should you have sure men can? following her to the ring? That's exactly what I mean. Like no, the the his last one before that, she should have men following oh. her to the ring. Um, well, exactly. She did. That's what I mean. Like, if man. she's some kind of siren, if she's some kind of siren whose song like brings the 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 evil out in the men that are that are around her or something like, at least I could so get behind like her at that box. point. But I mean, <laughs> and they should have all been dressed like Canadians. So it should have been like a couple of lumber. <laughs> yeah. Should be a couple of lumberjacks, a mountie. Uh, like two hockey players. <laughs> yeah, we I can mean... totally just switch this up every city they go to, right? Like, you know, when they're in Canada, <laughs> but it has to be, be city centric, like, oh, though, right? Yeah, like exactly. a Tim someone wearing a Tim. Welcome to Tim Horton shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> while she's singing though, at the I'll same take time. Moose. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When they go Bobby to England, Moore's they tiny. can just. When they go to England, they can just have people. With no like teeth. really bad teeth, like the whole yeah. crew can just come out Beef with bad eaters. teeth. Good stuff. Yeah. The guy with the monocle asking for great coupons. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Any anywhere in northern New York near Buffalo, it can just be really sad hockey fans. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. I mean shit. Uh, <laughs> and then if they come to Australia, they can have kangaroos jumping behind her while she's walking out singing. I mean, she is. She should be called Limitless Julie Hart, or Julia Hart. Sorry, not not Brett's ex-wife. For she <laughs> is limitless. She definitely uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Malachi Black uh, has a, a video whole bunch here. of mumbling here. He he says that. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like that to me, bro. <laughs> it's true i did not hear a word that came out of his fucking mouth straight up maybe he should face the camera so we can uh, hear him properly because he me, wasn't facing he was talking like this let, yeah, me, let me attempt yeah, to translate yeah, his dutch yeah. um, <laughs> was he talking dutch I let mean. me attempt to translate his dutch here um <laughs> Um, oh, Andrade, you you live behind the mask, uh, scared of what the <laughs> oh. reflection will be in the mirror. But I wear this I wear this paint as a mask for on purpose because I like the way that it hides me from the world and and darkness, black stuff. Andrade <laughs> is like a child with their teddy bear, but Malachi will help him reach his true potential. Okay. Yeah. So is this a recruiting thing? Is this like the Dark Order recruiting? Uh, Maybe Andrade? he's the higher power. For the or is this Killer order. Cross taking you know responsibility <laughs> for Drew McIntyre being a little more sinister after they had their feud? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all I heard, man. 
and yeah, teddy bears. I, I, I don't know. And then then Andrade did the you know cut. The promo oh my god! About oh, Andrade, no. needs to, Andrade needs to just cut his promos in Spanish and have a fucking translator because he is comical in English. Comical. It should totally be Charlotte Flair with her with her face blacked out. That'd be great. I'd love that. That'd be fantastic. You know what? Charlotte Flair's entire gimmick should just be Charlotte Flair with her face blocked out. I would much <laughs> yeah. that. With a paper bag over her head. Absolutely. We could just, we, you know what? We, she can do the blue dot like they were going to do with Christian. Just have the blue dot over her face at all times. Oh, man. Well, um, the way she was dressed on SmackDown, heck, you just blur out her face and just from me down. You didn't even have to on SmackDown. Her fucking outfit <laughs> made everything around her in like a four foot radius look like it was didn't oh, no. exist. It was so bright, just radiating <laughs> all of the radiating, right? Like I heard Shinsuke was was really mad that, that she stole his figure skating gimmick. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, anyway, Andrade says uh says uh, what do you think you are, uh, uh, Malachi? I am a businessman. I don't hide behind my mask. Uh, it's time to win. It is. Uh, it's a time uh, for uh, for me to win uh, this this mask. For a moment, he sounds Italian, like he's on. It's me, Mario. Mario. Was yeah. It's a me, Andrade. <laughs> yeah. See. Si. So, so this this is a wrestling feud. So this is Luchador uh, is like it? week two promo, uh, as as to what you say. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it. I'm but... waiting for Luigi, and then we've got it. it's on after that. Once Luigi turns up and Princess Peach to get his mask back for him. It's all on, man. For my, for my family, <laughs> for my country, for my, for my flair, <laughs> for my Gunther, <laughs> for my, for my English. <laughs> I, I really preferred last week's uh, promo where he was just like yelling and really angry, but he Masca. was still doing this. He's, he's like, I want my mask back. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, uh, was it just me but was he wearing fucking top end grills up here i wasn't i honestly i if he's doing anything, like he had gold grills if man. he's wearing anything in his mouth while he's cutting a promo this shitty take it out take it out <laughs> stop it because it was full it is full like this i can't do it but he sounded a bit full in the mouth anyway he, i'll stop someone needs to that. teach him english charlotte for fuck's sake <laughs> Teach him some English. Like where, where's LFI in all this? They're going to the Pedro. Like, doesn't he have the Masca. They, they, Yeah, to, they went to Pedro Peligroso's house. I mean, he's a businessman. Why doesn't he just pay somebody <laughs> to help him get his mask back? Right, what Good business point. is he in anyway? What, 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 the business, what businessman do the I know that has shirt open Jeff. all the way like that? The ungovernable. Oh, an ungovernable job. business? An ungovernable business, yes. You see, for my masca. Okay. Great. <laughs> Caprende. Great sandwich. Yeah. Pinche cabron. Great sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. All right. Next up, Bullet Club Gold versus FTR. So apparently, I'm learning this for the first time, by the way, huh. as I'm listening to, to, uh, to commentating. Uh, a title eliminator means that 
if the team w- <laughs> who is not the champion wins, they can get a title shot. But if they don't win, it means they can't have a title shot the entire time the champions who they lose to are now uh, champions. Until they lose the belts, um, the other team can't get a, t- a title shot. So, How so long has this been co- what the meaning for t- of title eliminator is? Oh, I have no idea. I was, I was trying to figure out what a title eliminator is. It what started, is it exactly? It actually makes sense, but it's it today is the day it started. It's it's not a full Cody. It's more like a Brock versus Roman thing. Mm. Oh, see, see, see. Except the title is actually on the line for that match. So, it's, <laughs> you know, right. you know what? This is fine. I I don't mind but, this title eliminator but, but, thing. But, but, but wait, this but, is what but, it always was, and if this is going, what it always will be. But, but, but going by what it's called, title eliminator, right? Does that mean the titles get eliminated? Does that what happens? Powerhouse. <laughs> powerhouse, yeah. Right, exactly. But really, doesn't it mean titles get eliminated? Is that what it means? Or title challenges get eliminated. Like you go or back that? to the bottom of the, of the rankings or whatever because you <laughs> lost to the champions. Right. I, and why have they got title? Why are they the title eliminators? Listen, why can't I'm, they just call themselves that? I'm I'm actually fine with this being what a title eliminator is, but stick to it because you know damn well that three weeks from now on a random rampage, there's going to be some title eliminator that's a title eliminator, and no one's going to mention this whatsoever. But isn't there already a tag team tournament going on? There is. So why a title? A, a double. <laughs> A double blind tag team tournament of blind tag team partners for blindness. No, actually, I I, I have no criticism with that because this is fine. The tournament, first of all, you don't pick your partner. Only the winners get a title shot. But why would every other tag team, which is not involved in this tournament, or who's more dedicated to their actual chosen partner than their assigned partner, why wouldn't they still be trying to get a title shot? So I, I have no issue with their being... But why are they title eliminators? Why are they in this spot? I, I, I don't know. It's week four <laughs> of the goddamn show. So I don't know what... I mean, they, they, you know... I, they tried to make a story about it. That, you know, we beat you in the eight-man. You know, and then... That's an eight-man. I, I get it. I, I, I don't really know what it is either. But, like, it, you know, it, it should have been... They should have set up the way they set up next week's two out of three falls that they challenged them to it. Right, and, and, exactly. and FTR is like, wait a minute, you guys have been here for a cup of coffee. What what have you done to deserve it? And they go, and then Juice goes, Cashy, you know what? You're right. <laughs> and then Jay White does what he always does and goes, take it easy, baby, I got this one. And he goes, how about this, Mike? <laughs> oh, God. Please, Jeff. <laughs> if, if we don't bite yo. We don't get a title shot as long as you're the bad thing champions. I'm turning into Matt Menard. I was going to say, hey, listen, <laughs> listen everybody got... talking shit about my, Andrade, about my Andrade, it's way better than Jeff's version of anything. Like, this, <laughs> this way See. It hasn't ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus By the way, I can do a perfect, I can do a perfect Jay White. You ready? Okay, please, please. Ah. <laughs> Let's see it. I feel it. I feel, I feel, I feel it in here. That touched my soul. Uh, fuck. That's funny. Shit, that's all the... So if they challenged the them, they said, they said, you're right. But you know what? You give us the shot. If we lose, we can never challenge for your titles again as long as you're the champions. But if we win, we get a title shot. 
then they well, then, you... then that then that sort of makes sense. It's you know it's wrestling. You know, again, it's the wabbit season, duck season thing. A wabbit season, yeah. I mean, was, I'm a fud. But FTR fighting champions, so you know they 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 should accept that. Go, yeah, be, they're fighting know. champions. They're fighting champions. How long have they been uh, AEW tag champions this time around? Uh, four or five yeah. weeks, maybe. Is it? It feels longer than that. For uh, it's some been reason, longer you're than that. Right. Yeah. Is it, it, it was the it was the paper. It was double or nothing, right? When they won I the tag so. titles, I can't even remember anymore. No, they won it. They they won it. Um, they won it on free TV, like week that they came back they, they've had the tag titles for like three months do, do you know how many tag title defenses they've made in that amount of time none zero yeah so not fighting champions don't give a fuck um they're full of know. shit straight up none fuck the revival yeah fuck the revival exactly fuck anyway um the they match call them started... brain busters by the way did you catch commentary they called them all kinds of things on commentary. The brain busters. Like, the brain busters. Um, they, they were Arn and Tully separately. They said, they said they were like <laughs> the, the Minnesota shades of the Minnesota wrecking. Oh, yeah. The, brain busters the, the Midnight the Express. Express. Yeah, right. that's what and the brain busters. Basically, they were just saying they're an old school hard-nosed tag team. That's they're it. definitely Tully and Arn, though, back in the day. Brain busters all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, the match starts out with FTR sort of in charge of the of the match, which it makes sense as commentary, you know, fits this fits this opening like a glove as they talk about how FTR are one of the best tag teams in the world. They talk about just how dominant they've been, the titles that they've won, the th- things that Very they've dominant. done as a tag no team. No defenses. Yep, super dom- dominant. Um, but also, <laughs> hey, commentary actually fit with the wrestling match that we were watching. That was kind of fun and nifty mm-hmm. and different right commentary absolutely chris <laughs> just just calling a wrestling match because it's a good wrestling match uh bullet club takeover eventually with some classic tag team wrestling isolating ftr in the corner uh Har- hardwood eventually uh gets involved breaking up a submission attempt by white and uh nigel goes oh right in front of the ref disqualify him <laughs> nigel they don't do that don't bother <laughs> right you know. Cash cashing and Dax dashing. They don't do that. Um, FTR <laughs> managed to pull off a solid hot tag uh, at one point here. Uh, Harwood comes in, uh, fires up, beats up some people for a while. Um, <clears throat> Power and Glory gets a two count. Uh, that yep. got a pretty big reaction. Th- from Power and Glory holes. Fucking marked hard, Chris. And then I actually thought that they fucked the finish here because there was definitely some slipping up uh, for the big rig. Uh, they set up for the big rig, and it was just kind of people weren't in the position that they were meant to be. But it wasn't even the finish of the fucking match. I thought, okay, this is going to be it. Nope. Actually, it just... wasn't it the part where Jay White kind of sold it well and pretended like he reversed it, sort of? Like he I didn't it? think he sold it, sold it well at all. I thought. That well, was... he acted like, at least he improvised. He kind of made it look like, and the commentators went with it. Like, oh, Jay White, he's so smart. He he sort of got out of it midair, like you know what I mean, and somehow gravity yeah, he came up short. He, he he pulled back. Right, that's sure. how they made it seem. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, <laughs> anyway, that was a that was a, a near fall. Uh, White lands a regal plex for a good near fall, and, and another near traded, fall. Right? Yeah, they traded near fall, near fall, near fall, near fall. This near is fall. the point where it totally lost me, Chris. I was lost after this. It didn't totally lose me. I still liked the match. Um, but after a number of near falls, they do, they, they, 
they don't finish. They go to Bouye strikes. <laughs> and uh, eventually Juice Robinson f- wins with what was kind of a flat finish after all of the double team moves. That seemed weird, right? else that, that went on. Um, well, one thing that I noticed, too, was the feed that I was watching it on, I don't know if I just tapped into Jimmy's feed or something, but... No, I watched it legit. Just I, I got <laughs> no TV. commercial oh. breaks in oh, Canada. Oh, cool. Here they go, right. Like you no, like no commercial breaks on the app. It was it just went straight through. And sometimes I wonder if that, I think that sometimes that improves a match. And I think it that does, dude. But I think sometimes it takes away from a match too. And I think that that might be the case here because I think that you know Maybe. from what Jeff said, he really enjoyed this match, and it seemed like more than you and I did. And we watched yeah. the whole thing. So it's true. But, it's true. Jeff, yeah, I, I had commercial breaks. You had two. Com- we had. I had none during this match. I, yeah. Listen, I thought the match started out slow, but I saw it heated up, and you know, and it heated up right at the right time. I, I don't know. I mean, I I thought it was actually a, a really well done match, and that you had a lot of chicanery and cheating and a lot of stuff going on without there being any outside interference, with mostly maintaining tag team rules, and with the ref, even if when they were losing control, at least acknowledging they're losing control and trying to regain control. How, you know, however unenthusiastically an AEW ref does. But, you know, I always knew who the, they always made sure to, to let you know who the legal man was. I, I just thought it was if you're going to do one of these hot spot, 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 spot matches, you know, I think it was two matches. One was like your your old school, you know, your Arn and not Arn, like, well, yeah, Arn and Oli match. And your other one was more like your Midnight Express or Rock and Roll Express match, you know, faster paced. I, I just thought it was well done, and maybe it's just because I appreciated the speed and the and the booking and all the thought process that I had to go into all of this to make it work, and it did work without there being all of the extra shit that always is usually in in on AEW TV, and not just them. Like MLW does the same shit. I mean, and just with only they have only have fourteen people, so it's less. But I I don't know. I, for me, this worked, and maybe I was looking for something to like about the show because I was afraid that I was going to be the only one who didn't like it, and I didn't want to come off like a sourpuss, but I was really unimpressed by the show until this moment. But I don't know if I loved everything about this match, but I, but I was really impressed by how they worked it, if that makes any sense. It was a great match, absolutely, but yeah. the one too many falls just took me out of the match completely. And yeah, they still work their asses off, but still, again, another 10 near finishes after that. And then then the boom, yeah, like you said, Chris, and then near finishes again, just for an uneventful finish anyway, where they could have wrapped it up. It was like a front face lock DDT kind of thing, which like, I mean, it's not a terrible finish, but I don't know. It is compared to the other near finishes that they could have finished with, right? That's the thing is like, you know, you don't, you don't run somebody over with a forklift and then win with a roll-up that's not it's stupid it's not the right progression of a wrestling match it's um, stupid. anyway can you do me a favor jimmy can you highlight yep. uh todd's third last comment where he says color me surprised uh, color me surprised all right let me see oh yeah here we go I see it all right wrestling commentators calling a wrestling match color me surprised and todd i just want to tell you um on principle, I will not call you colored. I will call you a black man. Okay, just we're not going to go there. Jeez. Uh, oh, <laughs> but also, yeah. I mean, 
one thing that I'll say about about this show in general is even when things aren't as good as I want them to be, they still like at the end of the day, I'm listening to the show, too. Right. And the commentary is so much better, like so much better than anything else that they've got going on from AEW. So, yeah, to me, to me, I just I like the show better on principle based just off of that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, you're right. But again, just the whole show in general just seemed just something off, including the match we were just talking about also. So, I don't know, man. You're right. But uh, but the, you know what's sad? Where are we going with Jay now and uh, and Juice? They're going to lose. And then what? <laughs> Maybe not. That's, that's next week. I hope, I hope they win. I'd rather them win, but... Listen, weren't you expecting the, the gun club to run in and do something? And they didn't. And I was so glad they, they did. Right. And and I agree with, with Chris. I think I think this commentary team is far and away the best duo. They're very duo, laid back the best though. Commentary tonight, team I feel period in AEW. They and I know it still has that new car smell, but they might be the best commentary team in wrestling right now. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Team. But they were at their most chilled, I think, this week. Not a bad thing, but I'm just saying, like they were pretty. I chilled. liked it. I I, no, no, I really too. enjoyed. Like I enjoy, Like there was a couple of things there that I just I I found very charming about what Nigel was saying. Like I said, when he said when he said There's a lot like, of you, if you know you know love, fucking comments. They love Ricky Starks here in Regina, right, which is right. ironic because because Ricky Starks loves it in Regina too. And I was like, just he said fuck a few you. things, man. He just said fuck a few you, things. Nige. That's awesome. <laughs> Or then, yeah, like the whole, like, ah, right in front of the ref, disqualify him. Like, yeah, that's what a wrestling fan is thinking when they see somebody cheat in front of the refs, Nigel. Right, and he even sold... pointing that out. He even sold the fact, you know how Brian Danielson called him out a couple weeks ago? Yep. Well, he he called out Danielson, oh, it's funny, because he's got a broken arm and he was calling me out. I would have kicked his ass, you know? And I started laughing. I'm like, okay, all right, Nigel. Like, you're going to accept the match. No worries. Nigel, your <laughs> you head's wanna... broken. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but is it just me? Did you look like he's been up for like a whole week though tonight? I didn't. I didn't get a visual of him. Yeah. yeah oh, I, he I had bags, bro. Oh man, I saw him. But anyway, but you know, to, to your point earlier, Chris, maybe yep. because we've seen the whole match and Jeff had actual two breaks, yep. maybe there is something to it, man. Maybe we would have enjoyed it a lot more. <laughs> And I'm I glad mean, really, you saw what I saw. Some, sometimes that's the case, right? Like, sometimes it enhances the match to see the full I, thing. I felt like the Punk Joe match it enhanced, actually. I do, too. I don't know what it was like watching with breaks. But right. I also think that there was something to the Scorpio Sky match where that might have been better than it looked on TV, too. Um, right. But, all right, anyway... Um, yeah, and I also love that, again. Like we're we're on like we're talking about commentary because that's what because that's what we're on right now. But Nigel like sort of hitting home the point and not letting it go about you know I don't know why they have to have this match anyway. This this should just be for the titles. Why can't they just get a title shot? Like Jay White won every fucking belt that there is to win in New Japan. How many titles has Juice Robinson won in his career? You're gonna tell me that these guys aren't worthy of a tag of a tag team title match? Like. He's got a fucking point. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true, absolutely. And um, Canada Space Man, shall I say? 
Yeah, I guess the overall show did feel sort of laid back. I mean, when you think about it, but we'll, we'll break that down at the end. But please continue. Laid back is a nice way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to pinpoint that feeling, but I think laid back is probably the best way. So I will. I I I I insist on giving giving a wrestling show props when they do something right, especially if I've asked for it. So that what comes up next is a thirty second video talking about and hyping up Christian versus Sean Spears. I said I wanted more of this. They gave it to me here. I don't know if there's been enough to really create a full 30-second uh, hype package, but I'm glad they did it, and I want to see them keep doing it. But is well, it Christian versus Sean Spears, or is it Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus versus Sean right. I fuck, the way that I mean, Christian was the one speaking the whole time. He even said, "And I, we will defend our top our <laughs> championship against you." Like. He even said that in a video package, right? So, mm-hmm. have you noticed WB again have been mentioning Christian a lot more frequently? And like I was telling you guys last week, he was in a vignette when he woke up looking at like a Mandela effect, like how John Cena replaced him as Edge and Christian. He's got to check that out. He's fucking funny. But even on SmackDown, I'm not watching any. I'm not, I'm not checking this thing out oh, that you mentioned last week, and now you're mentioning it this week. As no, because on SmackDown air. this week, on Friday night, they also mentioned Christian again as well, ironically. Okay. Great. They mentioned him as well. Awesome. Right. Well, I, I think he from... could be going back. His contract is coming up. That's what I think. Well, back from break, uh, the Bullet Club are backstage with FTR. Bullet Club are very happy they won, and they challenge FTR to a best a best two out of three falls match next week dumb. for the tag team championships. Is this um, dumb and dumber, Chris? Fuck me, man. There needs to be a reason why we're <laughs> having a two out of three falls match. Why would you make it harder for yourself? I don't get it. Like a cage match is supposed to happen when a heel keeps running away and continues to keep his title because he's running away and he's able to keep the belt because nobody's ever able to keep him in the ring. Therefore, you have a cage match. Um, uh, you know, Hell in a Cell is meant to be two guys just can't seem to stop beating the shit out of each other. Nothing seems to finish the feud. You go to the Hell in a Cell. A ladder match is supposed to be for specific situations where, oh, there's two guys who think they're the world champion. We're going to put the title up above and whoever gets that and retrieves it becomes the world champion. There are reasons for gimmicks in wrestling. You don't just go straight to the fucking gimmick for no goddamn reason. So can you tell me the reason why they want a two out of three falls match, Chris, please? I I think it's Randall just saying that he can't. I mean, that's... I know. Yes, I know the reason. reason, And and the reason is because AEW, and I don't mean that in the way we normally do in a funny way, but it it has been a trope since the early days of, of AEW that the wrong party asks for the wrong stipulation. Like the heels who just won the right to a title match don't need to make it more difficult for themselves. If anything, FTR should have been the ones who tried to trick them. Say, you beat us now, you got lucky. You can't possibly do, do it twice. They're like, we could do it twice. We could do it three times. We can do it five times in one. I, okay, how about next? How about next week is the best two out of three falls match? And then and then their heels are like, you know, then they're caught off guard. Even that would be dumb because who needs it? But but at least the the, the, the parties who brought it up. 
make make you know make sense. They they trap them into it. Heels would be. The, the heels were being cocky and the faces were being smart. Okay, fine. except the heels were being dopey, right? But in this in this case, this was just heels being stupid for no reason. And why? Because they don't have enough people apparently who will work on Saturday nights to fill up a three hour show. So they're going to give us like an hour and ten minutes of of, of the, these four guys and probably have the Gun Club fuck around in this one and you know and then. You know, I don't, I don't know. Starks and Phil are still gonna be on the same page after, after their <laughs> match. Maybe, maybe that'll be when Stark is. Well, if Hobbs is turning face, then Starks has to turn heel. Is not the law. I, I don't know, but yeah, it was dopey, and I'm glad that everyone else thought it was dopey too. Because I, I this is one of the things that kills me with AEW is that they go through stipulations like water. But worse than that, it's always the wrong person asking for the wrong stipulation. Yep. Yeah, I, I have nothing else to say about it. Bad booking, like really, really bad. Um, Scorpio Sky is in action against Andretti. Wow. Um, Where did they find him out of nowhere? I don't know. Um, anyway, t- tell me if you missed some of this, because I'm pretty sure I know what the, what the break was, Jeff. Um, they start off with both men trying to let their speed and athleticism take over. Uh, Sky gets a little bit of love, like right, and I think that's like right quick at the opening of this match is when they went to break. While they were on the outside, Chris. No. Okay. No, while they were still on the well, while they were still inside, Scorpio Sky goes for a backbreaker. Then he goes for another one. Then he goes for another one. Then he goes for another one. Did you see the four backbreakers, Jeff, or was that a break? I no, knew it. That was I a knew break. That was the break because they wouldn't that, do that on television, that, bro. You know that. Yeah, but that's what got the fucking crowd to cheer for him. The rest of this match, oh. the crowd was kind of, oh, yay, fast moves, cool, fast moves. Nobody was actually behind Scorpio Sky the rest of the fucking match. They got behind him because he was doing the multiple backbreakers in the break. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, it's not really the crowd's fault because we don't know Chris. whether Scorpio Sky is a heel or a face. Last we saw him on TV, he was mostly <laughs> heel. It seemed like he was turning face, but then he disappeared for a while. His promos, you know, to build him up, to reintroduce him, could have been face or heel. And the only reason I assumed he was face coming in is because he got pyro. Uh, which isn't even dispositive in and of itself. But the crowd gave no reaction. And then you have Action Andretti, who's a face. And they keep reminding us they beat he beat Jericho, but he's lost pretty much every other match that we've <laughs> seen since then, despite having a 7-6 and six record. But no, but the thing about Scorpio Sky, it doesn't surprise me. He went to four backbreakers in a row because I remember this very well. He got the pinfall over Chris Jericho in a tag team match. And so because of that, he got a, he got a title shot at Chris Jericho's AEW Championship in the early days of AW. And this was when, you know, the SCU was still the tag team champions. So this was sort of a big deal. They were seeing if they could make a, a solo star of the guy. I remember. They, they saw a try for. And I remember that match very well that he kept doing cutter after cutter after cutter because clearly he froze and he couldn't think of what else to do. And now two years later, he still is the same guy. He freezes and he can't think of what else to do. So he just keeps doing the same move over and over again. That's not that's not how this came off. I, that's the thing. Like, I, I really I wish that the fucking TV audience could have seen what happened during the break, because I feel like that like Jimmy, I don't think you and I are questioning whether or not Scorpio Sky was a face in this match because no. he hit the backbreaker, right? 
And then he's, he's playing to the crowd, right? Because the crowd's giving him some love because they like the backbreaker. It's a move Brett used to use quite a bit, right? So he's playing to the crowd a little bit. He holds up his finger one more time, one more time, one more time. And they, they give him some love. He picks him up. He hits him with another backbreaker, right? And then he gets up and he's going, he's going, what? What's going on, crowd, right? Can, can, right, I, right? can I get some love from you? The crowd's cheering for him. They're cheering for him. He goes, he goes, oh, you want one more? The crowd goes, yeah, yeah, give it to us again, right? He was clearly being a big face during this match, during the break. And but, it's like, why the fuck? As soon as they came back, it was just move, 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 finish. And then you had Scorpio Sky go, hey, good job, kid, and shake his hand. At least the handshake was on TV, right, Jeff? Tell me right, they got right. the fucking handshake. Yeah, they they had the Ring of Honor, and then there was it was basically There's a lot of that too. It was basically the Edge Grayson Waller end, where he, you know, he was walking back, he nodded at right, him. Right, yeah, similar actually, right? True. Though you know, getting the the rub from Scorpio Sky really doesn't mean That's anything. A huge we haven't rub. seen him wrestle in eleven months or maybe <laughs> more. But um, anyway, I don't. I listen. If you're going to bring back a guy and convince us that he's a, a, a force to be reckoned with. His first match back shouldn't shouldn't have been this difficult. Yeah, and, and you know what, man? Yeah, he was playing up as a as a babyface, a, a cocky babyface, no less though, Chris, pretty much. But he's still he's also wrestling a baby. Well, exactly. There's no point of even being cop. Uh, you mean Mario and Jetty, <laughs> the car, the race car driver. Uh, I, <laughs> it's I guess me, Mario name, once again. I guess considering his name is Andre is Andretti, I should probably be doing my accent for him. But anyway. <laughs> Oh, speaking of accents, did you guys see Andrade's little fucking thing he posted on Twitter about Mahom, AEW, Mikasa, I love wrestling. You got to check it out. He sticks up for collision and the bad numbers. Stupid. I, 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 heard the, I heard that and I read it. I did not watch it, but it was a hard read. He's saying but he's anyway, like, like, no, terrific, whatever. Right. But anyway, right. to me, the, the, the Scorpio Sky return not being better that's on aew not scorpio oh, Sky. yeah that, absolutely they, they booked the finish they wanted to do the quick 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 finish and then right into the handshake thing they, they should have given scorpio sky a minute to play to the crowd and at least like get get that like you know that kind of energy of like hey i'm a good guy like i want to do what you want you want me to do the backbreaker one more time you want me to do the backbreaker all right i'll do but the they backbreaker. didn't show on, a thing folks. bro but they didn't show it like that's yeah. that's on that's on the company at that yeah, point. This, not this on is Scott. why you have people like the Blade and the Butcher on salary to lose to Scorpio Sky in right. five minutes on his on his return back. And Andretti, so, fuck him too. But Andretti's a face, so it it it, it shouldn't it, it just it just added to the confusion for me because I'm not as smart as you guys, and I didn't realize that he that he was a face because he. He does. He wasn't acting. Well, you didn't see it. To be fair, like even his music isn't face music. Like it can be, but it could also be. I heel love his music. song, man. I actually don't mind his it's tune. A, it, but but it's but it's not clearly face. It could also be heat heel music. It could it could be anything. Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely it's for sure. Role. The thing is, is that they wanted they wanted to have the show of respect at the end, and that doesn't work if he's pinning Blade or Butcher because. The, and the it doesn't work when it's AEW, Chris. The crowd not wouldn't ring respond of to that positively. They'd be like, why the fuck? We don't care if you respect that fucking bad jobber who's always bad, right? But yeah. Andretti, it, it means something because he's the fresh-faced baby face or whatever. It, I, I get it. I'm not saying I liked it, but I get it. But how many, how many handshakes was there on this damn show, man? It felt like Ring of Honor collision. 
I well, mean, I think there's all set us up. The next that. one was better. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, another right. one. Just suck the okay. other one. Dynamite gets a plug, but I don't have the energy. The butt to plug? What's happening on Dynamite? If you want to know what's happening on Dynamite on Wednesday, go look it up, motherfuckers. This is butt not that galore. show. Um, all right. We're told the main event is up next, and it's CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Regina loves both of these guys. And Regina uh, called Joe their tribal chief. Did you see that Pretty sign? Cool. Just quietly. Yeah, that is cool. Pretty cool. The real tribal I like chief. I Joey Samoe. I think Samoa Joe would be such a great addition to the bloodline. Anyway, I'm not I'm not gonna get into that. I my, know, but that's a shame. That, you know. And yeah, like so CM Punk's music hits and he gets uh, the absolute love from the crowd here. And I just thought to myself, yeah. It's like two different countries. Like this is not Southern Ontario. This is not Toronto. <laughs> like anybody who and, and Toronto had a hotter crowd just quietly. There's a lot of hot cheeks in that crowd. Yeah, man. Over here in Regina. Oh, sorry, Regina. Too many. they're the Rough Riders. They don't. They don't <laughs> yeah, they don't have to be pretty. For for an AEW <laughs> crowd, it was pretty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, man. How this happens. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, Chris. Touché. It wasn't like it wasn't like like off budget Comic Con crowd. It, it was close. It, 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 it was like close. A, it, it was well. It's still wrestling, so of course it's going to be close. <laughs> but it was it was like a, it was like a mid major city Comic Con crowd. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was like yeah. Comic Con in Kansas. <laughs> no con, no sexy cosplay, but the people are mostly normalish. Kansas yeah. is not too bad. I mean. You don't know. You've never been to Kansas. I've never been to Kansas, but uh, but from what I hear about Kansas, what do you hear about I mean, Kansas? Who's talked to you about Kansas a, ever? A few people, not you guys, obviously. Name one. Uh, I've spoken to more Americans than just you, Jeff. You know that, right? About Kansas. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I went to school with a girl from Kansas. I don't believe. And her mum was from. Kansas. I think you I saw you not. Of Oz and and you. I am. Are, I swear to God, I'm not joking, man. That is dead set true. She are was you from a Kansas City, which is not. A oh Kansas. yeah, sorry. I'm talking about Kansas City more so than that's anything. A, that's right. in Missouri. Yeah, that's right, in right. Missouri. I and it's Kansas. I know. I know. Confuse I know. the it's, shit out two, of people. I know they're two different things. I, I totally know that. Right, I get right. that. But I was I'm talking about Kansas, Kansas City. I'm from Kansas City. Oh, that's cool. What's it like growing up in Kansas? I didn't grow up in Kansas. What? Yeah. Fuck I don't that understand place. that. Sh- to make matters more confusing, over the river and over the border, there is a Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, which is. But fun. why do they do that shit? Like why? Because it's on the border. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Okay, they start the match off. Joe showing off his power. Uh, commentary talks about uh, Joe training for MMA with Tito Ortiz and Punk training with the great Duke Rufus. Um, I kind of like that they nothing. mentioned this. <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of like. They that shouldn't they mentioned have mentioned it. it. They shouldn't have you mentioned it so? on Punk's on for. Punk's sake, if anything. I mean, how does it make Rufus look? I mean, yeah, well, in his MMA, sure. But, I mean, if you say, like, the guy who just won the match tonight was trained by Duke Rufus, it's not a bad look. Okay, Um, Duke Rufus sounds like the satire version of Duke Nukem. It sounds like it's it's Roof Doofus is what it should be. I think that was Punk's nickname, Roof Doofus, if anything. Good stuff. Roofy um, doofy. All right. The match is pretty heavy. <laughs> this match is pretty heavy on strikes. Um, and I it like, is. I really like that when they're doing this, they're having like a heavy strike 
you know, match. They have no um, doof doof. I like that Punk is selling more than Joe. Like, it's not like this was a domination by Joe. Punk is still able to get his shit in. But when Joe landed, Punk was going backwards every time. Like, there was it was more it was more of, you know, uh Joe's the bigger, stronger guy here. That's not gonna work to beat Joe, which I like. I that's that should be the way that this match looks, right? Um anyway, uh Joe locks in the clutch. Uh, Punk, who commentary has been talking about how you can't let him get that clutch on him. You, you know, you know, Punk was asked, how do you get out of that clutch? You don't let him get it on you. You know, that kind of stuff. Good, good stuff. I like Sus that. Again, Duke Rufus. If you learn anything, he should have known how to get out of it. Again, though, commentary is telling the story of the match we're watching. Like, and telling it properly. Um... Punk uh, counters it with a back body drop, which I guess that was the answer that he didn't have when they asked him, how do you counter the Coquina Clutch with a back body drop? Um, I like that, like I said, I like the I like that the exchange is here. It's not quite 50-50, but Joe is getting the upper hand. Um, Joe counters a GTS into a cross face in the middle of the ring. The crowd chants for CM Punk to try and will him to the ropes. He does the crowd then gives an owen hart chant uh which yeah, hey pretty cool that's a nice thing right. from a canadian crowd you're not going to get For that sure. in most places um but owen hart owen hart we didn't get that Punk in the moa joe are in the ring that's and let's cool. be honest chris we didn't even get that in the previous weeks in canada also no, so, yeah. i mean if you remember back to the opening promo punk said if you cheer for anyone tonight it should be for owen hart oh well that's true that's true yeah. you're right so Punk they were cute to do it, bro. and so so when they like both parties, somebody was somebody in the audience was smart enough to go Owen Hart, and the rest of the audience was smart enough to join in. Yep, very smart. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a it's a kind of a cool finish here as uh, Joe goes for the muscle buster. Punk counters into a roll up and wins. Um, Roly poly, yeah, yeah, a lot of roly polies tonight, guys. Uh, but yeah, I like this. Joe looks frustrated after the finish. Uh, Punk finally gets his win over the Samoan submission machine. And then, uh, you know, they, they talk about how Punk and Stark is going to be the final. Uh, Joe and Punk look like they're going to share a moment in the ring. Uh, again, after, you know, tonight we've seen quite a few handshakes. You know, good job. Good job, kid. You beat me, but good job. Um, they go to do a handshake. And as soon as Punk turns around, Joe just fucking locks him in the clutch. Fuck yeah, you, where I'm choke where you was up. his reversal that time, Chris? Ah, he couldn't get it soon enough, Joe. Uh, where was Joe his Duke Nukem reversal? <laughs> I love Joe. <laughs> uh, he grabs a chair and makes like he's going to go back in and beat the shit out of Punk some more. But FTR make the save. Stark comes down to the to the um, to the entrance ramp. Uh, him and Punk look at each other, and that was is he looking at him like this? That is the end of the night. Um, Jeff, what did you think of the match? What did you think of the finish? I liked the match. I thought it was well done. I think it told the right story, but I didn't love the match. Um, and I, I think that I would have liked it more had it not been for the tag team match, which they really felt like they left it all out there. And Punk said yep. he was going to leave it all out there. And this actually felt like, okay, this is how I felt like after Omega Osprey and then two matches later got Brian and Okada. I just felt like it was the wrong Bad placements, right. Yeah, I don't did. think both of these matches should have been on the same card, personally. Yeah, but if you if you know what you're going to do with it, you, you, you change the place. And listen, I 
I understand 100% why you put Punk Joe in the main event spot. So they should have they should have tried a different match. Like they, they, they should have tried to at least speed it up or, or or actually let it all out there. That said, I thought it was an intelligent match. Um, I think that Punk won a little abruptly and a little bit too easily. Obviously, they were up against the clock. Um, I think it was okay, but uh, I, it didn't blow me away. But I thought it was a good match. And obviously, it was to me, it was the second best match on the show. And I could totally understand if there are other people who thought it was the best match on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy, as somebody who got to watch the whole thing, just like I did, yeah. what did you think of the match? Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Chris, because I was going to make reference. Um, I don't know. Well, obviously, Jeff didn't catch this. But do you remember the part on the outside where Joe was just, at least during the commercial break, where Joe was giving him the hardest frigging chops, man? I mean, yep. poof. And I think one sort of hit him in the mouth that started making him bleed. Right, yep, it bloodied him. Up. And I don't think they really showed that on, on television, but they showed it during the commercial. And that's what I, I mean by say, made the match. I got to say, like, about that, I, I was laughing to myself. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. we've heard from Punk recently that, like, one of the things that started all of the problems between him and Adam Page <laughs> was Adam Page doing a chop, and it came up and hit right. him in the mouth. And Joe's just <laughs> yeah. like, hey, fuck you. I'm going to smack you in the mouth. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, Joe treated him like a little bitch uh, for most of the match. And that's why I hate the finish in a way. Joe because, just doing Joe things is fucking I mean, great. he made him really earn that win, if you want to call it earn that win, because really it was like a win out of nowhere, right? Yeah. Uh, it would have been better for me if Joe won it. But now I feel like Starks ain't going to win this shit. And I feel like that it's going to be punk because, you know, it's all about Brett. It's all about Owen. It's all about Phil. You know what I mean? And what better way to feed Phil's ego but to give him the Owen Hart Cup and... And pretend like he actually cares. Well, Which he probably I mean, does, but whatever. And I mean, listen, like, here's the thing. Like, there's, there's, a, there's a precedent for something very similar to this happening in WWF, actually. Um, so WrestleMania 9, uh, Hulk Hogan comes out at the end. He takes the title. Bret Hart has no championship, right? Bret Hart has to, has to go and, and do something else. So what did they do? They, they, they started up. The King of the Ring tournament to show who's yes. the King of the Ring. What you know, Brett? We're not going to give you the title back because you know we want Hogan to have the belt right now, and that's just how that's going to go. Sorry, Brett, but we're going to give you the King of the Ring tournament. You know, so there's a precedent for that in wrestling. That like, oh, we've got a star who would like to have the title back, but uh, we don't really want to give him the belt right now. Uh, let's give him the tournament win. But to me, if you want to do me a favor, Jimmy, actually highlight Lizbeth's last comment. I was going to do that. No shit. I, was, I had it right on there. But please um, so, 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 so Lizbeth asks, um, I just don't get what we're trying to accomplish with this tournament itself. Like, why does Punk need to win? He's as over as he will be. It just feels very meh. And you're right. Like, in a lot of ways, <laughs> I think that CM Punk winning this match against Starks is the least interesting thing that they could possibly do. It's also not necessary it's not going to elevate cm punk to win the owen hart tournament it might make him feel good but like but (laughs) but i mean good indeed but there's a hundred different ways that you could that you could have something else where starks wins right you could have it looks like cm punk's going to get the win and then samoa joe shows up and whacks him with a chair stark wins with a stark wins with a fucking spear you could have uh, that jay white show up and hit him with a whatever the fuck is his sister Abigail. Yeah. His sister Abigail. Um, 
and then and then Starks wins that way. There, there's a hundred ways where Starks could win this match, and it will absolutely do nothing to CM Punk's reputation. You could even have Starks win clean, and have and have CM Punk come out the next week and just say, "Listen, that's them's the breaks." Like sometimes, you know you, sometimes you just don't have it on a night, and. What I went through with Joe the week before took so much out of me that I didn't have enough to beat a guy as great as Ricky Starks, you know, and that would even elevate Starks even further. But in any case, Ricky Starks getting a win over CM Punk is a huge feather in the cap of Ricky Starks, no matter the circumstances. And yeah, there's a possibility Punk wins and it's just lol Punk wins. But I think that's the least interesting way they could possibly go with this. Well, well, there's think... two things in this. Oh, One, well, I want something okay. nice. Yes, we talked about a couple weeks ago. What are they getting? They All there are are those dopey belts. Are they going to keep giving Pink new ones. belts? Are they going to recycle them? Well, we said, no, they should have a trophy. Well, now they have a trophy. So, yeah, there's a trophy. That's better. But, cool. but what is this, this tournament for? Is it to win? No, it's to raise money for the charity. And that's the thing that... But who's paying had... for the charity, though? It, do- it doesn't matter. What, they haven't... That's what I'm confused about. Listen, they haven't had a single video vignette on the charity. Every show, they should have two or three vignettes about what the charity does, interviews with beneficiaries of the scholarships and and, and who it's benefiting and things like that. If you look up the charity, it's actually very, it's very small. It's like they give like four scholarships to high school students in in like that county or like a a five-town area. And they also send a certain group of people to Peru, like something where they send Why certain Peru. People. I don't, I don't know. They they send like like some type of equipment to Peru. Maybe they change it, but whatever it is, like the website and how to donate should be on the on the script the screen constantly on this thing because there's they should remind us that that's what the tournament is for. It is for the Owen Owen Hart Memorial Foundation. And and that's what's missing from it. Now it just feels like it's like the million dollar belt or something. But aside from that, I, I'm punk winning is the obvious thing. And but but Stark definitely needs it more. And they set up plenty of ways for punk to not get it. Namely, who is you know, and you know we all heard that punk wants to do a program with Joe. Well, we know it's not over yet. So Joe's the most likely reason why he. Maybe he gets attacked in the back, and he gets—he's on the coquina clutch for two minutes. And you know, he, even though he, but he comes can't up, go backwards like he did before in this match. After that, he's just. Yeah, and when he goes back, he—he's not a hundred percent. Whatever, I—I I don't know. But that's uh, why this match should have been booked on Dynamite, and then had the final on Collision, in my opinion, because that way he can use the excuse to make it closer. Yeah. Right. Well, so then he's got the excuse to lose. They can't be on Dynamite. That's the thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, the Young Bucks are going to be on Dynamite. Uh, whatever they're children i mean they everyone's working with children straight up tk sort your fucking shit out man i'm old and tired i'm injured and i work with children <laughs> he did sort of he not telling lies he, 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 yeah they're on tv show that's so dumb who the fuck does that yeah no think one. about that no one exactly children children children, children with children. lots of money do that yes like you have one you birthday it. party for the entire class and one birthday party for your friends. <laughs> it's not that All far right. from the truth either. All right, uh, professors, let's go ahead and grade <laughs> this shit. Um, I yeah, you know what? I'm, 
maybe it's because I saw the whole show this week, but I'm going to give it a B. I thought that there were definitely moments here where I was going, eh, what? Um, but there was enough on this show and it was very wrestling heavy. Like you can't say that you tuned in tonight and you didn't get damn near two hours of in-ring action. Like this was a lot of wrestling on tonight's show. And, um, yeah, there were some things that they, that should have been done better. There were some things that could have been, you know, tweaked or whatever. I could have done completely without everything that had anything to do with the female sex on this show. Sorry, I just <laughs> nothing that they did. I'm not saying I hate women wrestling. I'm just saying, the city. yeah, yeah, in Regina. Hey, listen, if you're going to be in Regina, you better you better highlight some women's wrestling. Um, <laughs> but no, there was just nothing good from the women's side of the aisle uh, tonight from AEW, but. I thought the rest of the show was pretty all right. And um, yeah, I'm walking away from it relatively happy. Uh, Jimmy? Um, I think technically the show is a B, right? But again, there was something off about it. So I'm going to go B minus, man. Okay. I think, and that's still being generous in a way because I felt like some of the booking was a bit shonky. I still think TK's dirty mitts were all over this. In okay. some ways, well, listen, man. If you by, want it, by some if of you the feel, finishes, man. If you feel like it's a lower grade, just just go for it. But Jimmy. it's not like, fair for me to say that though, either, because I did sure. feel like everyone tried though, and and really on paper it Line was a does decent not mean show. Something's good. Oh fuck it, C plus. There you go. That's the real answer. All right, All C plus right. for complacency. Professor Lippman, <laughs> what say you? I'm talking myself out of a D plus. Um, wow! I really, yeah, and that's just to keep the thing, the, the the grade going down consistently. But there, there were enough things that I did like. I will say that it was. I'll give. I'll stick with the same as last week. A C. I no. I want to go C minus. C minus. Okay. All um, right. Before you give your grade, I think Todd brings up a pretty good idea. If you want to. Get eyeballs and people talking. Here's an idea. BCC and the Elite need mystery partners for blood and guts. Punk is the mystery partner for the BCC. And Colt Cabana is the mystery partner for the Elite. Yeah, and then you and then you keep bang moving, bang. And then, you, and then you keep going with the program after that, and you actually build something where everybody makes money, and Tony can actually recoup some of the money that that he's <laughs> that he's sunk into this company. You know, based on a real life angle that we know is real life, where CM Punk has problems with people on that side of the aisle, and you actually just roll forward and make real money based on you know what professional wrestling used to be, which is you know actual problems between people. Gosh, wouldn't that be fun? But no, that'll never happen because the EVPs because the EVPs are a bunch of little fucking bitches, and they'll never let it happen. Yeah, it's true. It won't, they won't. Let, apparently, they're not happy either, man. We'll see. They're not happy, but they just re, but they just renewed for more money than they were already making. Apparently, not yet. That's not official. That's the talk. That's the talk right now. But it's not officially well. done. That's the talk. Can you do me a favor and can you highlight Retro Rocket Review's last comment? Boys have a penis, girls have a regina. <laughs> that's it's a true. great that's a great quote from Kindergarten Cop, by the way. Um, <laughs> which is a fantastic movie and everyone should watch it, especially that scene. Uh, I feel like if everyone could just get that scene stuck in their head, it would solve about, I don't know, 70% of the arguments we're seeing on Twitter now. Um, anyway, 
folks let's talk about uh where everybody can find everybody so jimmy i understand you have a a new twitter it is at wheeler yuda on twitter <laughs> fuck off do not follow wheeler yuda follow <laughs> dj Massifix if you want to follow me at the at um on twitter and also you can follow us at the pwc network but most importantly please like and subscribe right here to channelattitude.com with five bucks you get the best talk in all of pro wrestling also, hamimediagroup.podbean.com for all our affiliate shows and the pwcnetwork.podbean.com where you can get all of our other shows. And I think that's a wrap from me, man. Dope. Jeff, where can the people find you? Yeah, well, if you just do what Jimmy just told you to do, you find all of my shows, including the non-wrestling ones. And if you follow me on Twitter, it's right under my uh, chin. No, the other one, at IcarusFellMD. Uh, and so you can follow me there. I'm also on threads. Uh, uh, I think it's just under Jeff Littman. So uh, if, if you follow me, you'll be the first person. So that could be fun. Threads isn't a real thing. Stop making things up, Jeff. Um, I've been hearing a lot of, yeah. Tell, t- tell me when he's telling lies. I used to have, a, when I was in high school, I had a girlfriend in Regina. <laughs> Jeez. God My damn it. has a Regina. Um, all right. You can I find me so. on Twitter. I'm at Chrisanne's one. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, I'm old fashioned like that. I still like my women to have reginas. Uh, good stuff. Um, oh, shit. All right. You can find me on Twitter. Like I said, I'm at Chris Ams one. You can find me on the PWC network, all kinds of shows. Mostly the flagship for me is, uh, the skirmish, the Wednesday night skirmish, the original, the, the, uh, the first, the first one that me and Jimmy started doing all those many years ago, still going oh, I strong. I believe it. It's still the show I love the best, um, but this one's starting to become a pretty close second. Saturday Night Wreckage. Don't forget, folks, after Collision, we sift through the wreckage here on the Hami Media Group and on channel <laughs> attitude.com. Uh, thank you very much for watching. I want to say thank you to the to the group chat. You guys are fucking fantastic. The show is so much better because of everything that you guys have to say. It really does. It helps. I mean, honestly, we're looking at the chat throughout the night, and it gives us ideas for, for things to talk about. So thank you so much for joining, for being a part of the show, and for just being wonderful. We love you. Thank you so much. Um, thanks to Regina. Uh, we all love Regina. Regina is wonderful. And remember, Lana is anal spelled backwards. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. Stable, my friends. <laughs>